0: Scott's chatty anyway, so he is very chatty. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to worry yep. about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Boba Rigme, Noises from the Veterinary World, the podcast that lets you overhear conversations between veterinary professionals about anything and everything that's topical in the industry. Today's podcast continues our special set of Borbarygmy episodes that we have recently recorded to capture the changes to life in the veterinary profession since the onset of the coronavirus pandemic. We're featuring vets, nurses and students from across the industry during this strange time, with conversations interspersed amongst the original Borbarygmy collection recorded at last year's London Vet Show. Loads of you have previously enjoyed the excellent CPD and famous social opportunities that The Vet Show offers in London every November, and although the prospect of gathering with friends and colleagues still seems vaguely remote right now, with the world in its current state, we will, eventually, return to some sort of normality. So if you'd like something to look forward to on the horizon, have a look at the Borborygmy pages of The Vet Show website for discounted tickets to this year's event in November. In the meantime, on with the show. Hi there, everyone. I'm Naomi Mella, veterinary surgeon and podcaster. We're coming to the end of this season of Rigme, but we've still got a few fantastic guests to share with you. And I am so excited to bring you these two people in conversation today. Liz Bode is a cardiology specialist, our second one of the COVID specials, who would have thought it? And she works at Chester Gates Veterinary Specialists in Cheshire. Scott Kilpatrick is a specialist small animal internal medicine clinician and was recently appointed head of medicine at Weir Referrals in the Northeast. In tandem with their other halves, Andy and Sean, Liz and Scott are also both co-directors of the Veterinary Thought Exchange, a new CPD company that they recently founded. Here they discuss running a startup, how their business came about, and the impact of the coronavirus pandemic on their professional and personal lives. I should probably also add that Liz was 39 weeks pregnant when we recorded this and has subsequently had a healthy, lovely baby boy called Teddy. So congratulations to Liz.
2: So the Veterinary Thought Exchange is ultimately, I suppose, a, a CPD company. Um, something that Liz and I came up with in your kitchen uh, over a year ago now, actually, Um and it was, I think we were hungover, first of all, and then we were talking, I was kind of at a bit of a crossroads with my career because I'd left my first uh job as a specialist after residency and to be honest, I felt a bit kind of like I was. I was maybe losing my way a little bit with what direction I was going in. I really was burnt out by clinical practice at that stage and I know that's something that a lot of people kind of deal with, but I really... Had been like, I just felt I had everything kind of stripped out of me. And um, I don't know, people talk about kind of compassion fatigue and all that kind of stuff, but I was definitely suffering from something that made me feel pretty terrible. And so we were just talking about how we could use our skills to do something different. And both of us had done a lot of teaching for other CPD organizations. And um, I just, we just wanted to do something where we could use those other skills and do it for ourselves. Um but we wanted to do it in a different sort of way. So really when we've been putting or creating VTX, um we're providing small animal CPD, but we want it to be supportive, we want it to be friendly, we want it to be um discussion-based and interactive. It's just we want to do it with a little bit of heart and a little bit of kind of um you know, with a bit of a kind of supportive edge to it. So it, it's just been a really nice opportunity to put something hopefully quite positive out there. Um, And it also, like I, this is what I was saying to Andy today, you know, allowing us to use our minds in a different way, like just being a bit creative, thinking about branding, thinking about what, go. you know, I, I, I've I enjoyed all of that. Like, you know, I, I just, because, you know, we're pigeonholed as as vets aren't we and i just think this has allowed us to do some different stuff
0: i think we want yeah we wanted to develop something that was a bit more personalized and um where specialists were approachable because i don't think specialists are necessarily always deemed as that approachable are they um or friendly a little bit more friendly and relaxed than other specialists might be but um i think also um yeah it was just that personal personalized approach wasn't it and I think we've, we've all gained lots of skills over the last year that it's been a steep learning curve.
1: Your other half yeah, I mean, both vets as well or not?
0: No. Mine's a builder.
1: Oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: He owns his own construction company, so he like looks after the business side of things a bit more. Yeah.
2: So we've all got our different strengths, I think. And Andy, my husband's a vet nurse um, who actually has... Who's been the one? He he, I I he'll kill me for saying the wrong thing here. So he's he had left his job as a vet nurse and was at home with the kids, which is a full time job. I'm not taking that away. That's I, I was about to say he wasn't working, but he is. <laughs> I can't say that because I get into trouble. So he was at home with the kids. So he was in a position where he was able to spend a bit more time with the day to day running of it, and he's really been the machine behind all of this as far as. D- just doing the Organizing stuff that needs it. to be done exactly and um, and he's learned some amazing stuff like he's now doing a bit of web design stuff and really but that's been really good for for him as well so he really is the kind of engine behind the the whole thing and i just kind of turn up and you know Chat. do my thing
0: <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> so the initial ideas came in january in 2019 you know, we knew it needs to be web based predominantly. Um so Scott and Andy identified the web designers and that was all that all started in sort of April last year. Um and we knew the basic process or the basic things that we wanted to provide for vets was um CPD but also sort of an advice service. I think through that you can provide slightly more personalised CPD in a way. Um, giving advice to to vets, um, and then through our memberships and like the discussion forums, so we knew that we wanted to develop this sort of community of of vets who had to or to want to be a part of a community, um, a supportive community, uh, and then really the deve- the ideas developed over the last year, haven't they? I think you no, know, I think as we've gone along, we've probably developed more and more ideas along the way. Um, of where we want it to go and and the direction. I think we all started out maybe relatively naively, We're like let's set this up. And actually, it's been a lot harder than we thought, hasn't it?
2: Well, it's a funny thing, isn't it? Because you, in many ways, we wanted to do this because long term, maybe the the vision is to do a bit less clinical work and to balance and and you know to balance everything by having. More than just clinical work, clinical work, um, and and but the reality is, you there's a lot of work to get it to that place, you know. So I think, at the end of the day, this is not really for for us. I don't think this is really about necessarily number one priority successful business. I think it's become a labor of love. Like it, it's all you know, we're, we're all very bonded to the the the, the thing now. You know that they what it is, and. Um, And, you know, it's, it's, I think really for us at the moment is about building something positive, building something um, that people find useful. um, And we really are kind of learning along the way. I think as far as fitting it in, um, I suppose you just have to, you just, I don't know, you just have to make that work. and And
0: it's hard with having a family as well, isn't it? For you and Andy with the two kids and You work away in the week. So it's been challenging to find the time.
2: But I think if you are passionate about something, and actually much of what we do with VTX doesn't feel like work. Like we do, you know, it just, it feels more, to me definitely feels more kind of enjoyable. Liz had just mentioned about the um, harder with kids and absolutely um, having them at home particularly at the moment Makes everything more challenging, but that, <laughs> but Liz actually. So the the, I do, I was about to say hilarious. It's not hilarious. One <laughs> of the funny things about us um having this conversation today, is that literally Liz is like due to have a baby in the next maybe like twenty four hours. <laughs> so-
0: <laughs> well, my due date's my due date's on Sunday, so I guess any time from now. And they've just booked me in for an induction next Saturday. For me, it's been quite anxious, I suppose. Um, Initially, it started. I was thirty-two weeks pregnant, thirty-one weeks pregnant, Um, and then my consultant soon told me that I shouldn't really be going into work. I then still went into work. I think I felt this need to continue to do something normal, but the further that we got into the process, the more anxious I got. So then the beginning of May, I took a voluntary furlough. So I've been furloughed since then, which has been better.
2: How will coronavirus actually, how will it affect your, the, you know, the actual going into hostel and having a baby? Like, will that, will that be affect? Well, I presume it will. How will that be affected by all of this?
0: Um, so for us, it's not too bad. Um, other different trusts are working to different uh, rules and it seems to change weekly. But for Manchester Trusts, um, you can have one birth partner with you throughout the whole process, yeah. So if we get in, if I do get induced next weekend, Sean can stay for all of that process for labour and they're allowed on the postnatal ward as well. But for I other women so. in other parts of the country, trusts are being a bit more cautious and so partners aren't allowed in for the induction process, they're only allowed in for active labour and they meant then maybe half an hour to two hours of postnatal afterwards, which is obviously quite difficult for for everybody, and the, especially the birth partners, because I think they want to be there. Um. So, so we're look really lucky.
2: The only other thing I think we were the the other kind of a, a, a sort of relevant thing about particularly today, um, apart from Liz's um impending um <laughs> child, <laughs> um, is that to, is <laughs> is um is today was the day that we were meant to be holding our first um CPD event in Edinburgh so today was the day that that was going to happen um so I suppose there's a that's very bittersweet from a company point of view because that was we'd really that was the thing that we were working towards as far as we're this new CPD company and we really want to talk to you but actually coronavirus happened and it's not going to be the way that we thought and I think and it was at Summerhall in Edinburgh and yeah, it was going we be super amazing. excited about you know um so we were we were just as as you you know as it's just the nostalgia of it and the just amazing amazing place and oh it was so exciting and um so that's been hard and I think as a particularly as a new company uh, you know we've all been affected by coronavirus in different ways and so but but certainly that was a, a big hit for us as far as just, just, just a disappointment because we were just so excited about it. it
0: obviously, there's a, a doubt whether I would be there being 39 weeks and five days pregnant. My old boss, um, Yolanda, had kindly stepped in. Who's also a cardiologist at Edinburgh. Um, she'd kindly set, stepped in to lead all the cardiology uh, talks. Um, so one of the positive benefits of it being delayed is that I will be able to
2: to be there, which would be nice. I I think the, the, not, again, the the funny thing about that all was you're saying about that being well-timed. Clearly it was not, but, (laughs) you know, Liz and I are obviously, Liz and I are obviously friends and so Andy and I have been, you know, around for Liz's pregnancy journey and honestly, I could not believe, like, you know... (laughs) Uh, you know, someone that maybe didn't get quite pregnant as quickly as, as <laughs> she wanted to, then suddenly decides that the time <laughs> she's going to get absolutely, totally, utterly pregnant is when we need her the most.
0: Hello, that's Lauren, wasn't it?
2: Anyway, but it all works out for the best, right?
1: Thanks for listening. You can follow me on socials at Naomi the Vet with underscores between. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, please do tell a friend or give us a rating and a review on iTunes as it really does help other people to find us and spread the word about Borborygmy. Borborygmy is a collaboration between the London Vet Show, Vets at Stego Diversify and Smashing the Ceiling. Thank you to everyone involved so far for your help and support. It has been much appreciated. We'll see you next time.